another uh, another Metaphys day. Yeah, it is. We had a bit of a meltdown last week, and that's why this one is late. But <laughs> I guess we're going to double up. Yes, it's going to be fine. Is it double up or double down? I don't know. I don't care. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Should we get into what our topic's going to be? The topic? I think it was originally a topic that was your idea. Girls, girls, one it's of the guys. It's not my idea anymore. No. <laughs> it is It is Metaphys' idea now. Yes. It is the property of Metaphys' Yes. Inc. So, yeah. Girls, girls, slash one of the guys. Basically, the demented need to pick sides. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty demented, right? A little bit. What side are you on? <laughs> pick one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of the guys. I just don't go along with girls. I'm a girl's girl. I don't trust her. She goes to sports bars. Fuck that bitch. No, it's not true. We hang out together, so clearly we're the same kind of girl. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of talk, lot to talk about on this subject, pop culturally and also personally. Yeah, I feel like the reason we wanted to talk about this was because specifically of Ariana from Vanderpump Rules. Honestly, I mean, largely, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so I haven't watched the most recent recent episode, but the one before that... Um, of Vanderpump Rules. Of Vanderpump Rules. It seemed to center around, like, Katie having issues with Tom because he's, like, not listening to her or paying attention to, like, her feelings and the things that she's verbally communicating to him because she's, like, not one of the cool girls that hangs out with the guys and yeah, that's how she feels for sure. That's actually what she says. She's mm-hmm. sort of uh, Katie is getting married. They're having this bachelorette party. Tom has decided since Katie doesn't want Ariana to be a bridesmaid that he's going to make her a fucking groomsman, which is so passive aggressive and annoying. And everyone who has listened to a second of this podcast knows I fucking hate Tom. <laughs> actually, both. But I've just. Tom Schwartz for now. Like, we'll get to the other one later, probably. But, um, yeah, I think that Ariana has this kind of vibe of, I'm just chill, and, like, I don't want people to be overly emotional. Like, that's kind of her um, criticism of Stasi. It's like, why is she crying again? It's like, mm. I don't know why she wants to be so defined by being stoic one i mean it's okay if you are kind of and that's how you come across but i don't know why that's so much how she wants to be defined well i feel like at least for the show i mean i've heard that she's done other interviews and she said she has like other girlfriends that are not on the show but at least for the show she wants to be like on the guys team so to speak she has said that she likes the guys in this group more than the girls, and I thought that was pretty fair. I mean, that just like <laughs> could just be an energetic thing, right? Like, she, I, she has actually kind of gone out of her way to just say that, like, yes, I have other girlfriends. Yes, I like these girls in this group, and maybe it's just these girls that I don't like. But the behavior is still very, like, I'm too chill for your feelings. And, like, that's a little bit, like, why does it have to be this energy coming from you that, like, these people aren't valid? If all you are is someone who's just enjoying people in a genderless way, then why are you commenting on when they're emotional or, like, whatever it is? Well, I feel like everyone always at- attacks um, 
the trio, Katie, Stasi, and Kristen, because they're so quote unquote hive mind. Yeah. And they stick together on their beliefs because they're really good friends and they, you know, generally get along and believe the same things as each other. And I think that they get attacked for that a lot in a way where it's like, I'm just not dramatic and I'm just not gang up on people because that's what like those girls do. Yeah, and it's like the things that they're vis-a-vis ganging up on are things like some girl telling your friend that she's a fat blob who has Mm -hmm. a winter body. Um, I think that this group of girls just agrees on that. I don't think it's hive mind. I don't think it's like blind loyalty. I just think that would rub a lot of women wrong. I think women who like and appreciate other women don't like hearing those things said and that's not a gang or mob mentality that is just sort of i mean that's how i feel that really gave me a visceral reaction no yeah lala said that about katie on the show and honestly i don't know katie personally if some random person said this to another random person on the street I would still feel a certain way Absolutely. towards that random person on the street. I'd be like, I'm on her side. What's your fucking problem? Why are you attacking this person for no reason? I would still feel that way. That's where, like, Ariana's argument falls apart. Mm-hmm. It's like, I wouldn't, like you said, I wouldn't know, or I wouldn't know to care if this person was an axe murderer on the street. All I would know is what I hear. And, like, hearing those things said about this woman and your response is like, well we don't really know what happened. And like, I just don't want to be overly emotional. I call bullshit on that. You saw this woman walk up to these other women, say that they're not working on their summer bodies and call her a blob. And like, say that she wants to like fuck her boyfriend to her face. Of course. I mean, is that like controversial? That just seems like this is a bitchy, terrible thing to say. And having an adverse reaction to it seems pretty natural. It has nothing to to do with this whole like, group of girls ganging up on people and, like, being dramatic about something that was said about them. Like, yeah. it has nothing to do with that. Yeah. I mean, I want to give, like, Ariana some benefit of the doubt of, like, we did get introduced to her on Vanderpump Rules for her being really good friends with Sheena. Clearly she can have inter-female yeah. relationships. And Kate knows that my running uh, idea on her is that she's a raging lesbian. Um <laughs> And now in this latest episode that Kate has not watched, I'm starting to think that she might be more gender fluid even than that. Like hmm. watching her and like Tom, I don't even, we shouldn't even get to this, into this too no, much. No, please don't spoil the episode. it. Don't just, spoil it for me. You know what? I'm just excited watch to watch it. this one. I would maybe want to just ask, I think I know the answer, but like, do you tend to like interact and, and get along with and hang out more with women or men or is it equal or is it just situational? Um, I get along with, like, either slash all genders, basically. <laughs> like, I don't not get along with someone this just because... This going to make my answer so right? bad. Like, I don't not get along with someone because they're a dude or because they're a woman or because they don't identify. Um, but for me, the people who I tend to, like, hang out with all the time, you know this, tend to be chicks. Like, I don't make plans. Like, I don't have, like, a best guy friend I don't make plans with, like, other dudes. I I have a bunch of girlfriends, and I have my husband, and that's the way I like it. Uh, So I'm a girl's girl, yeah. Yeah, I guess, like, right, if we have to be a someone's. um, Yeah. I have the same 
I think I don't think that I've ever like been adverse to like a relationship with a person because of their gender, whatever that might be, or like their sexuality. I think it just more is like if I connect energetically, I think the averages have just sort of fallen on the girl side. And I think that seems natural to me because like there's a lot of just easy, quick, grabbable common experience, right? Mm -hmm. It's like we may be connecting on a superficial level for the first few months that you know each other and women have a lot of superficial stuff in common. You mm-hmm. know, like, we have the same genitalia, like, we maybe had some sa- similar, like, early experiences. So it's just, it's quicker, it's easier. And the other people, genders, you just have to kind of, like, dig a little deeper. I have made those friendships, and I have really wonderful ones. And I think someone who I consider my best friend, because, you know, like, we had sort of formative experiences and, like, just lived together and all that stuff would be my friend Craig, and he's a guy, I mean, albeit a gay guy, but a guy, 100%, like, he's very masculine. He probably wouldn't say so, but I'm going to tell you, from having dated dudes and being around guys, he is a dude. Like, <laughs> he basically has a lot of the same, not negative characteristic characteristics, characteristics as Jax, you know, but like, just the different ways that you deal with like impulses and stuff just like all that gender stuff that you would assign yeah. socially yeah that's how we're taught or whatever yeah just sort of like um learning things by experience and like less by like a lot of reflection mm-hmm. um i'm not a sociologist again so like <laughs> this is just my observations of like how things have been in my life and i'm sure they're wildly inaccurate to like the larger picture of things um so yeah, that being said, I mostly have female friends. It has been different in other parts in life just because of jobs or like what situation I was in. But I think that is my comfort level. Yeah, it's like my default. I feel like just a group of, group of girlfriends that it's kind of like Chris and Stassi and Katie. Like we're all the same amount of friends with each other. Like we're a group. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So that's that's maybe why I want to defend them. Yeah, because <laughs> that's how I live. That's totally why I want to defend them. Um, do you know any guys, girls, or one of the guys, or cool girls? Uh, I'm s- like Google search Google searching my brain right now. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure I've come across like many, but none of them were like my super close friends. Mm-hmm. So like, I can't. Think of anyone right now. I'm trying to think of a mutual one we might have met. Oh, okay. Well, we won't mention a name. We'll call her, like, Sandra. But it was, like, a good friend of, like, Courtney's, who I think was always sort of at the bar with Courtney's boyfriend, and they're watching the game. Oh, Sandra. Yeah, like, we never connected. Like, she acted like an actual rabid beast every time we were in the same house as her to us. Yeah. But was so just friendly and like helpful to every every dude that would yeah come nothing across ever her. clicked with her and I. I don't know why i went because she didn't want it to. yeah uh, i guess so but uh don't want to put words in old sandy's <laughs> mouth but i'm gonna guess that they would sound a lot like well girls are just really catty and just a lot of drama mm. meanwhile like we're all like braiding each other's hair and like watching clueless and Having like clueless we're so thoughts. much drama somehow i feel like i hear that a lot as, like, the reason being why they are leaning that way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I tend to find, so I don't necessarily know these people, but I just know them from social social media, from, like, growing up 
in a town and just like going to high school with people. I still follow them. I don't necessarily know them, but um, just like people online being like, this is why I don't get along with girls because they're so catty. It's like, well, based on what I followed you around so far, how I followed you, you seem to be the center of said drama always. I don't really understand how it's just like all of the female race and not maybe just to you. You will never find a more dramatic and catty woman than one who says that they can't hang out with women because they're dramatic and competitive and catty. That's a theory I would like to somehow prove fact. Yeah, I think it's definitely been my experience. But again, yeah, super unprovable (laughs) without like some kind of weird technology where I can download my brain. Um, But I also sort of think it's like body snatcher thoughts. Like, I think those thoughts come from things in media and just... Well, yeah, they're fed to you. They're fe- like I've gone through this experience in high school where, like, s- like dating boyfriends and like trying to be cool with their friends, you try to like behave a certain way. Like, oh, you're in a group with all of them, and they start talking shit about like some girls or all girls, and you're just expected to be quiet and laugh along and not be a buzzkill and just yeah. like be the cool girl. Um, yeah, it's totally like kind of fed to you through media and just like social interaction. In yeah, general. and like be like like inoffensible too. It's mm-hmm. like, well, this girl, you can make these like inappropriate jokes around. She doesn't get all offended, and it's like uh, there's a place to be offended when people say like gross, like sexist, sexually aggressive things. And I just think this idea that we're just supposed to be like, I don't know, like like <laughs> a sassy barmaid. Yeah. It's sort of a joke. I feel like being a guy's girl is less about. Um, being able to, like, eat a whole half or three-quarters or whole pizza or, like, chugging a beer or, like, being able to, like, throw dirt. I feel like it's less about that than it is about just being able to sit silently while, like, every other dude in the room just says, like, gross shit about women and you just be quiet. The mixed messages there, too, are interesting because, like, I mean, a lot of us can eat a whole pizza, like, right? quietly alone and get fat doing that. I can drink and, you like, under the table. And, like, drink a beer and, like, grow an enormous <laughs> beer belly. But they actually want you to be quietly and sadly doing insane amounts of exercise where you look like you don't ever eat fucking gluten and you know, just, like, have perfect skin and, like, you know, not actually be someone who drinks fucking yeasty beers all day long. It's, like, just quietly suffer so you can play this fantasy girl when you hang out with these dudes and eat a whole pizza that you later go and, like, regret and, like, do a bunch of fucking Bikram yoga to get, like, rid of. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Well, didn't you have a conversation once recently at a bar? Is that what you're calling what happened to me? Was it a conversation? That I think ties this all together. I think I was assaulted. <laughs> um, I yes, I, I definitely had a an encounter with somebody at a party. Yes, and she had a lot of things to tell me, like right off the bat, just like a verbal diarrhea of like this is the kind of girl that I am. I sort of just, like, met her cold and, and thought maybe you could just, like, shoot the shit and, like, get to know each other. But it was very, like, I am this type of girl. And, like, this is what I like to do. And, like, the more that I talked to her, the more that I sort of realized that everything she was saying was a bit of, a like, a bouncing board off of what she already thought that I was. Mm-hmm. I think that maybe she thought, based on the fact that we met a- around a bunch of guys that I knew, 
um, that this was my jam, you know? And she was like, me too. So it was kind of like, I, you know, like I can take a kind of sexual weird joke from a dude. I'm like, oh God, I don't want dudes that I'm not dating or like trying to date to like tell me sexual jokes. She was like, oh no, I mean, me neither. But like, I just mean like, I'm not easily offended. I'm like, no, I don't think that I am either. But I I don't think dudes telling you like weird jokes about their dicks. I think she's actually said saying things about their dicks. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that dudes telling me things about their dicks is something that I'm very interested in having a conversation like that. And she's like, oh no, I mean, I don't either. And like everything that like she said to me, she immediately, when I, my reaction was not like, yeah, exactly. Same. Like she said something to me along the lines of like, and because I'm so tiny, I just don't get along with girls that well because like they just kind of think I'm anorexic and I'm like, oh, okay. What? I mean, no one ever thinks that I'm anorexic maybe because they see me eat with like a fucking beastly furor um, <laughs> among other reasons. But like, I just like, I was not relating, but I was also just not being very like bitchy about it. I was like, oh, like I could see that you're a tiny girl. Like, I, I, I don't know. I've never had that experience. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you supposed to say to that? Yeah, I didn't really quite know. Um, yeah, and then there was just, like, there's just so many things. I feel like the only response that that last particular comment could, like, warrant is, like, yeah, I know, because, like, girls usually are just so weird around, like, skinny girls, right? Like, that's literally the only response. Uh-huh. That would make sense if that's how you thought. And I'm so flattered that she was adding me to, like, that group. Because, like, maybe I was, like, in a good part of my bowel movement. But, like, girl, nobody ever thinks I'm fucking anorexic. Are you kidding me? Like, that's not my experience. Um, and when when I am thinner, I also don't think that girls give me weird attitudes for it. Like, I just, that's never been an experience that I've had. It's actually never been an experience that I've had that someone is like, and I have had moments where I'm like very thin for whatever reason. Yeah. And it's, that has never happened to me ever. And I'm not going to lie to anybody. All I could do was really kind of be like, oh, interesting. I mean, that sucks like I don't even know what that would be like people treating me that way like because of that like really they do like and then I just felt like she was like reeling and I'm like these are just messages that someone has told you make you someone that is yeah interesting or cool and like I don't you don't even know where they're coming from well like she sees a a chick who's like with her boyfriend maybe and like maybe there are other dudes around she's like okay so since this person's with like all guys I know what she wants to hear or some shit. Like, I don't, this is all theory to me in my brain trying to figure it out. You but and me both. I mean, yeah, it's the only way I can like piece it together is that she just thinks that you want to hear this stuff. She's saying it because you kind of just batted back a little bit being like, I don't actually think these things. And she was so easily broken down to be like, yeah, I actually don't believe these things either. So yeah. I don't think that girls that necessarily say that they're guys, girls all the time, really necessarily believe that they're guys girls like maybe there are a handful that do but i feel like they're just trained to say that they are because it just makes you cool i think yeah i mean it's some desire to fit in but maybe just fit in with with men um or with women who are trying to emulate um men for some idea that like that's like those are the winners right and like women are the losers so like we need to like appeal more to their sensibilities yeah i felt like when when i've actually heard people say directly i'm one of the guys like i'm not a girl's girl it's fine if all your friends aren't girls i feel like when you say i'm not a girl's girl you're saying i'm not 
I'm not for me. Yeah, like you're <laughs> because, not because like you are up. a girl. So it's almost like saying I'm not into me. Yeah. So it, it was always a very strange phrase to me. Like, I don't really dig girls. It's like, well, it's interesting when you are one not to dig that. That just sounds like you're just saying to me in some kind of more complicated way that you have low self-esteem. So have you ever felt pressure to uh, be one of the guys? Um, pressure, interesting. Like, not um, consciously. I think that I am a very when in Rome type of bitch. Like, I grew up moving every three years because my parents parents work for the UN. So, like, that whole just, like, figure out what the lay of the land is and just rather than, like, try to, like, upset a situation that's already there, just sort of try to get what it is and, you know, follow suit. Not in a guy way, just in any situation, that's what I would do. Culturally, like, socioeconomically, anywhere. I would just, like, try to, like... Either not be, like, super prissy because we were in kind of, like, a, you know, more bare-bones situation or, like, you know, like, stuff like that. And I think I have done that around dudes because that's my proclivity. Like, this is now the environment. So just try to, like, get it. But it's not necessarily in a way where, like, you're going against your already set, like, morals and boundaries type of thing. Well, I think in applying the same when in Rome kind of thought process I have found myself hitting these walls of like what my principles are and I think I've reeled back from that yeah um so I think I came into those situations where like I maybe just tried to like adjust to how like dudes were behaving with each other by behaving more like them and then I found ways that that just like didn't really sit in my cells well and just stopped doing that I think mostly that was just like in jobs, you know? Yeah. This one job in particular, maybe we both worked, um, is one example that popped up to me when I think about that question. Not that I, like, compromise my beliefs or anything and, like, try to change my personality to be around these people, but, you know, it's just when you're around, like, a whole bunch of dudes who are just broing out with each other and they treat you a different way, mm-hmm. it's just hard during those eight hours to not want to be like, I just want to feel like accepted for like an hour. Um. (laughs) What's funny is like how like you and me like connect on so many levels. But I think the way that we reacted to that environment was still kind of different. I think you were more similar to those people. The way that you can want to hang out could be more similar. I don't like to be broed. And I think that's what I, like, realized in that situation. Like, I don't want you to, like, fist pump me and, like, yeah. call me bro or, like, you know, dude me. Like, it, I don't like that. Like, I want you to think I'm a lady. <laughs> like, so, like, those that didn't sit well. I feel like you just more wanted to, not even wanted, just, like, expected that they would just treat take me you as at, an equal. <laughs> treat you as an equal and take you at the energy you're putting out and, like, not say that you needed, like, extra attention or, like, whatever it is. Like, yeah, just, like, be like, hey, here's a human. Like, follow suit. Um, I had a similar thing where I just, like, wish that they would just take the way that I was behaving and, like, have a little bit of intuition about, like, how I wanted to be talked to. And I think I was, like, constantly being approached. Like, I was, like, either going to be some, like, dude bro or, like, 
be a stick in the mud. And yeah. I don't want to be either. Of course. I, just, I don't want to fist pound you. It's I don't either want to one or the other, bomb. though. Like, I don't want to do any of these things. Like, it's yeah. either one or the other, though, of course. Like, you can't be, like, in the middle. You can't, like, sometimes maybe agree with someone and then sometimes not agree with them, like normal people. I feel like when you're expected to fit into, like, the one or the other, like, the girl's girl or you're one of the guys, like, fitting into the gray area, like, just doesn't make sense. And they, yeah. you're still being tried to put into one of those two boxes. And maybe, like, seeing that from the outside, um, like, putting it against you, you're just kind of like, okay, maybe I do have to fit in one or the other box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, you are given, like, the really attractive uh, <laughs> options of standing up for your principles and how you want to be interacted with or just sort of swallowing your tongue. That seems to be, like, the option that you right. have. And I think that I've just decided that my favorite option is just you can call me a rag a stick in the mud like a you know inconvenient monster whatever it doesn't matter just don't do xyz thing to me that makes me annoyed yeah yeah i really don't care what name you put on it i don't care if the name is girls girls guys guy guys guy girls guy (laughs) don't call me a guys guy. don't call me a guys guy I don't you. care if that word is feminist monster. I don't care if that word is feminazi. I don't. I, I don't care what one. it is. I don't care what name you give it. I like killjoy. I, kill. I want to kill what? all of your terrible <laughs> joy. I mean, someone could get joy from like murdering someone. That doesn't mean they should be allowed to have that. I want to kill your joy of bloodlust. Like, how about that? How about that? Has someone ever called Cash you a killjoy before? Yes. I, I mean, not like in those words, but just kind of like, I just feel like you're just kind of like snuffing out our fun. You're being Debbie Downer. And it's like, I'm going to Debbie down your sexist and sometimes racist tirade. Like, that's not a difficult space for me to have it now. But I think in my in earlier years, it was. Mm-hmm. I just felt like I was an irreverent, not very easily offended person i mean was am like i'm actually not very sensitive like about shit that's not um super personal you know like but i'm also not willing to just hear people say things that are insulting and microaggress me Mm -hmm. and like sort of make me laugh at things that i think it's a dominance thing that people try to make you laugh at yourself sometimes yeah you know it's like this keeps you sort of in a self-deprecating area, right. and like them in a place of power. It's like I've girls who get their aware. nails got girls who get their nails and makeup done. Like, aren't they so stupid? Like, look at you. You're supposed to be like yes and nah, but it's like I would love to like be pampered and get my nails done. Like, why are you making this like a weird thing? And now and you don't have to want to do that. But yes, I've gotten that for sure. Where it's mm-hmm. like you get the sweetie honey. I don't even have time to do half oh my of the God. beauty things you do, sweetie honey. Being baby. called sweetie honey baby. <laughs> Sweetie honey baby mama by, like, the most motherly of women, right? Like, it's never a nurturing woman that says those things to you. It's a patronizing, demeaning, belittling woman who is basically saying, hey, little girl, it's really cute all the things you do. And I'm like, I'm very actualized with those things that I like to. I have my reasons that I want to do them. I know that it's making me a more energetic, healthy, happy person to, like, I don't even want to use the word indulge. Just express the things that, like, make me feel, like, elevated. Yeah. And, like, you're trying to squash them says more about you than me. Because I don't do that to anyone. Shots fired. (laughs) 
bitch. I yeah. feel like maybe this might be the perfect place to get the fuck out of here. Um, I'm always so relieved when you say that. <laughs> I'm like, okay, it's over. I feel like this is the easy part now. Um, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? I would like you to go first. Thank you. Uh-huh. Um, my get the fuck out of here moment is uh, runners who run against traffic in the motherfucking bike lane. So Kelly, Kaloran, Ben Simone. Sure, yes. Yes. I I remember seeing that on Real Housewives in New York and just raging. Like, she's like, look at me. I just love running. Like, ugh. I'm raging right now. But um, I notice this more once it gets warmer out. And this must be a thing that, like, all joggers agree to do because they all seem to do it. Um, They all jog in the bike lane against traffic. And I don't know where, like, the logic comes from where it's like, I I guess I understand why they're biking in the road because some of the streets in Carroll Gardens, Park Slope area, like, they're not, like, the sidewalks, they aren't that wide everywhere. Like, not everywhere is a new fucking development. Um, Mm -hmm. So some of the sidewalks are very small. And since there's, like, big trees on the side, like, the trees, the roots, like, move the sidewalks over. You you don't want to trip. Dude, what? <laughs> you, you ever walk down the street in Carroll Gardens on, on Union Street and there's just like blocks of sidewalk? It's just like narrow, is what you're saying. Well, it's narrow, but like, you know, when like tree roots like push up a piece of the sidewalk? Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, well, you're, you don't want to trip over that. I'm just Got saying, I, I'm just saying, like, I feel like I can understand where the thought process comes from. I don't understand running in the bike lane against traffic. Neither do I. Like you're you're gonna kill me. You're gonna kill others. It's always at like dusk. Also, it's always like when the sun's going down. It's always during like five o'clock traffic, and I have to move out of the way for these fuckers who are like biking towards me, or biking running towards me. Today, when I was biking here, I've had this written down to say as a get the fuck out moment for a few days. But today, biking here, I was biking down. Prospect Park, like the fun, loopy area by where like the water is and it's so nice and fun and you go so fast because it's downhill. I literally saw coming towards me a group of like 10, 20 something year old dudes who were just running, taking up the entire bike lane part and biking in Prospect Park, there's like the slow area for bikes and the fast area for bikes. Mm -hmm. So the fact that they're taking up the whole area, running the opposite direction of perceived traffic in prospect park i i when i rode by them i like screamed some shit i was like guys all fucking stupid like i just like said something dumb like that like i've like people who bike or skateboard or one as one person the opposite direction in prospect park get yelled at by everyone Mm -hmm. because it's not safe prospect park has one direction you walk run and bike the same way a group of fucking dudes were just running in the bike lane across all the bike lanes, running the wrong way. And people track train in that park, as in they're going like super fucking fast on their track bikes and like their little fucking suits and their crazy expensive bicycles going very, very, very fast. And just, it's uh, chaos. I just don't understand it. And please stop. If you do this, I don't care why you do it. Please don't email this me. This is an emotional appeal. As to why you do it, just fucking stop it. Stop it. 
Why run somewhere else? Run down any other side street. Don't run down main roads. I don't know what to tell you. I can come up with a lot of better alternatives for you than running the opposite way in my okay, bike lane. You're a biker. Like <sighs> I feel like there are, are tracks inside of the parks. Like there are all these areas yeah. where people can run around. I'm I'm really confused why there's so much running in bike lanes. I don't know. Me too. I'm trying to understand and I'm trying to like maybe see the other side. But it's all dumb. Stop doing it. Uh-huh. It's dangerous. It's fucking annoying. I walk a lot of places. I don't want to walk in a bike lane. Don't. I've been in Soho before where, like, people are walking in a bike lane. I'm just kind of like, could you just, the sidewalk is there. Like, just yeah. walk in the sidewalk. What? Like, anyway. You don't know how um, fast or slow I'm going. Like, Do you think they should get the fuck out of oh, here? Get the fuck out of here and just stop. Stop. All right. S-T-A-H. Stop! Stop that shit. I'm going to sip my wine, and now it's your turn. My get-the-fuck-out moment is white people. (laughs) No. Like, that is a simplification. My get-the-fuck-out moment is the phrase, I am so white, dot, dot, dot. Elaborate. No, you know what I mean. No, I know I know what you mean. I'm your friend. I know I had to explain it. Um, I am having an issue and have had an issue for a long time with um, people saying that I am so white I can't dance I am so white that's why I like nerdy things or pumpkin I'm spice so white lattes. that's why I've never I actually in a group of our friends and one of them that you know have had the I'm so white what was it like I'm, I don't know what EBT is or something like that it was like something very like <laughs> demented to me like I grew up, like, upper middle class. There are also just, like, so many different ways to be that are black. There's African black people. There's African American black people. There's people who live in, like, you know, low-income neighborhoods. People who live in, like, richer neighborhoods. There are people who live in France. There are people who live in freaking the Dogon, like, Pays Dogon, in, like, Timbuktu who are black. Let's not all just say they have all the same interests, thoughts, ideas, or how they behave. And, like, actually, I'm being narrow-minded just talking about black people right now. Because I'm sure that Asian people really enjoy rosé when white people are saying how much it's a white thing. And I'm sure that, like, Asian people really sometimes don't feel like they can dance. Or, like, Hispanic people or Native American or Irani Stop saying I'm so white and then thing that is generic that a lot of people enjoy. It's not inclusive. It's counterproductive. It's, I feel assaulted by it. I feel like when I'm around a bunch of like my white friends and they say we're getting white girl wasted that like I should just go fuck myself. It's annoying. Lots of people like getting, getting drunk. Lots of people don't know feel awkward when they're not drunk and they're dancing. Lots of people like read comic books. Lots of people like do a lot of things that are not mainstream. And I just think forcing people into these niches that everyone agrees they're supposed to inhabit, it just happens with every small microaggression at a time. Every small idea that this is who you are, this is what you do. Like, it just reminds me of, like, watching, like, the real world when I was, like, really young. This is how influential these stupid little comments are. I remember when I was, like, 
Oh God, like so young. Like which it must one have been, was it? You wouldn't remember, Kate. Like you're younger than me. I watched the Real World though. Yes, but I think that you might have been like a zygote. Like we're like Maybe. like four years apart, and like I was like barely like old enough to like be allowed to watch MTV when this was on. Um, but I'll I'll try you. It was there was this black poet guy, and. I don't even remember the names of them. I think it was like Boston, maybe, hmm. or Chicago. Um, and there was this other cast member who was like, oh, you're a writer? Like, what are you, a sports writer or something? And he was like, well, no, I'm like, I'm a poet. And like, I write poetry. He was like, well, I just feel like I think that most like black guys write like about sports. Like, you're really good at sports. That's oh. what you're good at. Oh, God. <laughs> Those things. They seem small when you maybe think them or say them or like you think that you're insulting yourself when you say you can't dance, but you're actually doing a disservice to other people who feel awkward around this very normal human experience. Imagine being that guy hearing that like throughout his life multiple, many hundreds of times maybe. And imagine how it makes his classmate respond to him Mm -hmm. because you're reinforcing this idea that that makes him otherish that makes him acting white that makes him acting like something that that he's not when yeah. it's maybe a natural way he is and like anyway i got way less humorous and more cerebral about something that than i hoped i would but like that shit's got to stop 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 s-t-a-h-p get the fuck out of here stop um let's credit charlie for the music Oh, my God. Let's do that. Yes. So the music that you hear um, for a few seconds when the podcast starts and for longer when the podcast our theme ends. Ca- our theme tune. Yeah. Our, our, theme our main tune. song. Yes. Um, Charlie's, Charlie's boyfriend. Yasmin's boyfriend, Charlie Kessenich, wrote that for us. Kessenich. For us. Like Munich. Munich. Kessenich. Really? I've been saying itch my I know every, you and everyone. It's fine. People think of like Kucinich and they say Kessenich. Oh, um, it's like Kessenich his, from now on. It's a German name and it's, you know, Munich and the Third Reich. <laughs> um, yeah, the CH is a K. Uh, so yeah, Charlie Kessenich or Symmetry Music. And he is bananas and he encapsulated our vibe and our personality and mm-hmm. how fun and irreverent and also. We told him what we wanted yeah. and he did it. And it was, it's great. And if you want to hear more, go to, what's it, Instagram is Symmetry Music, or? On Instagram, it's Symmetry Music. How do you spell that? S-I-M-I, S-I-M-I-T-R-E-E, music. That's what it is on Instagram. I just looked it up right now. That's what it is. All right, cool. On Instagram. Go follow him. Bye. Um, Wait, our email. If you want to email us about stuff that doesn't have to do with anything very, um, you know, uh, critiquey, like don't email me like really terrible stuff. Um, just email me like I good mean, things. Critiquey is fine, but like don't don't troll us. No, don't, don't email you. me anything. I don't want you to email me. Email me things maybe like that are nice. Be like hi, I like you, and maybe suggestions for podcasts. Just say hi, whatever you want. It's a uh, high metaphys at gmail dot com. H i don't fat shame hey, or age I'm shame sp- us. I'm spelling. Oh go. H-I-M-E-T-A-F-I-Z at gmail.com. Hi, Metaphys. Hi, Metaphys. Okay, bye, Metaphys. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>